If you or anyone around you are affected by the subjects of today's podcast, you can reach out to get help, advice or support from our charity partners, Women's Aid at womensaid.org.uk or the Yorkshire-based organisation IDAS at idas.org.uk. You can also find these links and reach out to us directly via our website takebackthebeat.co.uk or email us at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to Take Back the Beat Voice Notes. It's getting longer and worse <laughs> every episode. I'm trying to outsing each other now. I was like trying to vibrato that last bit. Do you know what I find though? I'll be like on the tube or in the car and in my head like, Voice Notes. That's not a song. It's just you. <laughs> every time I'm the same, like I get a voice note on my phone, that jingle automatically goes voice off in notes. my head. Yeah. Oh, I might get, can you get like... um put like a voice note as your <gasps> ringtone because if every time you call me or voice note me or whatsapp me i want it to go <laughs> <"Voice notes." laughs> i think we should do that we need to find out if we can do that <laughs> google there's someone out there going oh my god are these girls okay. in the 21st century yeah. no we're not also are they okay <laughs> no, no we're not <laughs> um right bisc off bisc <laughs> off we're singing everything <laughs> Biscoff. That sounds like a when you how you said it. Then it sounded like uh, I said fuck off. Yeah, biscoff. Biscoff. Ooh, oh, I like it. So it's yeah. like almost a polite way of telling someone to do one, to do one, to do one. How are you anyway. this week? <laughs> um, how am I? How am I? I I think I'm fine because I am. <laughs> I'm being. I'm quite giddy today. I've. I've. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit giddy. I'm just very excited to be here. Good. Um. Because I'm here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually, I've had a, a lovely week. I've seen some friends. I've, I've seen you, which is kind of nice. Um, <laughs> you went to see a show, didn't you? I went to see a show. You I went did. to see two shows. Oh. So three, you babe, I've seen three shows in like f- two weeks. Well, I saw one show. You are, and you saw the show. I really, oh. We're just saying show. Farrah went and saw Moulin Rouge and we're all really upset about it because she went and saw it and didn't tell anyone else. That's all. We're going to talk about it because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if you're listening and you need to, a sateen, I'm here, babe. I'm waiting. Oh. I'm waiting. Oh, my God. I have it never... Looks amazing. You know when you see something as a kid and yeah. it's like, it's the first time you've ever seen anything like that in your yeah. life and you just literally like jaw down. Yeah. Like, that's exactly how I felt. And oh, I'm so I just, I don't think I blinked apart from... <laughs> honestly apart from when I cried and that's because I had to wipe my eyes but it had me laughing it had me crying it had me singing it had me inspired it was dope oh I'm so jealous yeah I really want to see it um but I've got to wait for my boyfriend to finish tour in 2023 (laughs) so Milan can you please just keep extending (laughs) yeah keep oh you're gonna have to go to New York okay I'll do that I'm here for it but I do I want to see it in town because um I say no, I roughly have met uh, Zoe Burkett and she's lovely and I've always wanted to see her perform live and yeah. she is the understudy of Satine. Ah. But she's also in like the ensemble and she has a name, I can't for the life of me remember uh, the character's name. I just, it's not Nini, is it? I can't remember. No. I'm just obsessed with all her costumes she puts on Instagram. She's just a dream. Oh, so, the costumes were divine. Oh, and I've decided were. that like if you have, if you're listening and you, you've... um 
seen Moulin Rouge, yeah. the opening bit, they do the whole thing. They all kind of come out and like yeah. just like walk around very, very like slowly oh. and sexy in the corsets. Yeah. And it's just like they're in the club and everything's so slow and they've got those really long cigarettes. Oh. Forgive me, I've forgotten the name, but... And the minute they all came up, started just walking around, I was like, I want to be like that just every day. <laughs> every day, it's Asda. I was like, that is my new mood. I'm just going to walk around just very slowly. <laughs> you can't see and very audience <laughs> loves of my life, but Farah has her arms in the air and she's doing some sort of slow-mo dancing and posing. It's quite entertaining. I look amazing. She, but she, this is my new does. mood because of the Moulin Rouge oh, and I'm going to buy made. corsets and uh, fishnets and just wear them around my flat. Okay. Just by myself, because I can. I'm so there, that's this. my inspiration of this week. I love the Moulin that. Rouge. What shows did you see? Uh, well, I went and saw Dear Evan Hansen, which is very different to Moulin Ooh. Rouge. It was incredible. Insanely incredible. Cried like a baby. Um, like, yeah, go see it. It's just amazing. And then I went and saw our mutual friend, Gabby, Gabrielle Davina-Smith, um, who is in Hairspray. Oh my God, I'm so proud of her. Oh, babe, she walked on stage and she's a dynamite. So, you yeah. know, like the, the girls in the shop who did that, the big song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she literally opened her mouth to sing and I stood up and screamed. Oh. And I was like, sorry, sorry, man, sorry. I'm just really proud. <laughs> and she said afterwards, we saw her at stage door and she was like, apparently afterwards, someone said to her, have you got, got friends in tonight? <laughs> Do you have people here? I was so proud. I was like a proud mum. And that was amazing. Again, glitter, like so much colour. Like literally there's pinks, there's blues, there's oranges, like mm. in your face and like sequins everywhere. Um, so yeah, it's been a really good week. I've I've been really creative. I've seen people. I've, I feel a little bit me. Good. So are we saying no Biscoff this week? Literally no Biscoff. I haven't even, we're going to high five and you can't even, oh, you can oh, hear you it. I've heard that. Um, no I'm, Biscoff. I'm proud. I've not even thought about Biscoff. Yes. Right. Oh, look at us go. God, we're good. See, all you need is a good West End show in your life. And then, yeah, then we're sorted. There was like 10% of me that was like, oh, I really miss musical theatre. And then I remembered auditions. And and then you oh. remembered you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, no thanks. Getting up at like 8am to put a fake eyelash on. A fake. A fake. A fake. A fake eyelash on is just not, not who I am. No. Um, so yeah, uh, it was really good. How about you? You had any biscoff this week? No, I'm, that's why I high fired. Great, fired. Why is wrong with us? Are we drunk? Is this coffee or it's is it not a wine <laughs> cast? <laughs> but Yet. yeah, that's why we high fived because I'm on the same. I'm Great. on the same page. I've had a nice, creative, busy week. I've been to see shows. I came obviously to uh, London with my friend who got me the tickets for yes. my birthday gift last year. And yeah, it was really nice. We haven't done anything for years together. Yeah. Um, she's got kids and everything now and I'm busy. So trying yeah. to kind of like do overnight stuff becomes a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So this is the first time that we just was like getting on a train. We I bought her the hotel for Christmas. So that was like... Oh, that's really cute. My Christmas present to her because she got me the tickets for my birthday. Right. Um, so it was like a whole thing and it was really nice. I love that. And we got all drunk and... I was going to say, yeah, yeah, you literally texted me the next day, I'd voice noted you lows, and you were like, sorry, I'm on a train, River Greggs, hungover. Oh my and God, I like, Yeah, I was like, I'll message you later. <laughs> I, I can honestly say, I had also that day had a McDonald's, oh. and then I wanted a Five Guys milkshake, and then I got a Greggs. I got home, and my stomach was like, who the fuck do you think we are? Like, we can't digest this, please, thank you. Oh, I really enjoy that. Yeah, it was terrible. How are you today? 
I'm good. Me, I'm good. good. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Me. Me, oh, all of you, everybody. <laughs> We've got a, a lovely guest in the waiting room. That's why I was really confused why you asked me if I'm okay. I was like, I'm fine. Yeah, Are well, we're right? all fine because we have got a very special guest today. Yes, so we do. He's my personal trainer, but he's Ooh. also a good friend of mine who has listened to me go on yes. in sessions. She's got a PT, ladies and gents. She's I got do. a PT. He's helping me fulfill my Buffy the Vampire Slayer dreams. Of, oh, yeah. If you yeah. follow Farah on Instagram, she's put like a kickboxing video up, which is terrifying and impressive all at the same time. But that is our guest. <laughs> the other person that Nicola, that Farah is beating up yes yes um so first of all you've just um you've had a baby are you getting any sleep how is that going yeah it's um a bit of a shock to the system but <laughs> I, I love it to be honest oh. it's it's one of those crazy things where um it hits you all at once and every time everyone talks about a baby you're like will you shut up about a baby it's boring, you know? <laughs> But like I'm forever taking like a picture every two seconds Aww. and thinking that he's changed every hour when Aww. probably I'm but Are you one Aww. of them now it, yeah. that's like, Oh my god, my baby just burped, how cute is this? <laughs> is that you now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, me, yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I'm like that with my dog. Does that is that the same? Uh probably yeah. not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations, welcome. Yeah, congratulations. To the world of fatherhood and Thank you. So other than the little one, what else have you got going on in your life? Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself um, and your PT and your company? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, so <laughs> obviously I'm a personal trainer because I train you, don't I, Nicola? Yeah. <laughs> um, at the boxing gym, we've got um, all the young amateur boxers. So I work with the kids there, doing some pretty good things with those, some real talent coming through and... Um, got a show coming up actually with quite a few boxes on and obviously I coach and box myself so yeah it's a bit full on yeah wow. that's amazing so obviously the reason why I've asked you to come on today which by the way thank you yes, very grateful thank you for so that much. um is the fact that obviously when we have had these sessions and we get chatting about things and you know one of the main reasons I kind of came to you for the PT and the kickboxing is to do with like self-defense because uh, that's definitely yeah. something that I wanted to kind of grasp after everything that I'd been through. And you said that's a common theme when it comes to like women kind of getting into boxing and kickboxing is the self-defense. And then we got talking a little bit about um, your mom, who has also been in an abusive relationship. So you opened up to me a little bit about that. Do you want to talk a little bit about that situation? Like how old were you and things like that? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much before I was born that, so it, okay. it wasn't as if it was. Yeah, it wasn't as if it was my dad or anything like that. No, 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 yeah. Um, but it was like that unspoken topic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, clearly, we all had a little bit of an insight as to what had happened, but never really spoke to her about it. And obviously, as I get got older, probably spoke to her a, a little bit more about it. And you just get stuff in dribs and drabs. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it clearly affected probably, you know, years after, you know, years mm -hmm. after pretty yeah. much. Maybe not at the at the time, but more hit her years later because I remember when I, were, when I was a kid, really, her dealing with, like, panic attacks and not really understanding where yeah. all that had come from. And, you know, she, I don't know, she probably killed me for talking about this, but, you know, this is my... This is what's personally I've seen as well. Yeah. I just remember just like seeing her in the bath and having panic attacks and trying to calm her down. Wow. It's quite in it's quite interesting actually because um, there's a couple of songs that I could like play to my mum and 
I know that she'd just burst out crying because really? there used to be like wow. certain songs she'd put on when she'd feel that way. And I think they're really like fucking depressing, <laughs> but it actually used to make her feel happier and uh, it used to make her feel better. Yeah. Uh, one of those songs were Dido and how depressing is Dido. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That Her and, songs are very uh, like deep. Yeah. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. yeah. And do you remember Corinne Bailey Ray as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, put your records on. Used to be really? one of them. Yeah, yeah, and I and like I can listen to them now, and I just I get this really deep emotion that just hits me. Do you know what I mean? And oh, wow. if I was to play it to her, I feel like she'd just start crying or wow. something. But see, to see her growing this time is to where she is now. Like she's like yeah. a whole new person. That must yeah. be amazing as like a son. To yeah, are you quite close to your mum? Oh, very close. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But. Um, but obviously I'm I'm into fitness now, but it's very much music for me. And my yeah. mom's quite musical, as in she loves music and yeah. always likes dancing and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but like, yeah, so it's quite different for me to talk about this now and see yeah. some sort of um, but clearly, change like of direction you said, with everything. It's effect, it affects you, you know, you've had to see your, your mother go through that and like those panic attacks and triggers and that's clearly like PTSD. Absolutely, yeah. And I, yeah. I can understand that, you know, sometimes I'm the same. I can see something or hear something or even a program or a film yeah. and it's a trigger instantly because it just kind of sets you right back to that mm. time and how you felt. So how has she coped with it? Did she have, because you, you say about music, because obviously... Uh, Nat and myself use music as therapy. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did she have like therapy or did she just use music as a sort of therapy and then like the support of family and friends to kind of get her where she's back to today? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think she, um, I think she probably dealt with it herself. I remember she used to buy a lot of like books and DVDs, yeah. you know, especially yeah. in the 90s and stuff like that. It was all like you could buy like a disc for everything. <laughs> you really could. Like how, um, she's probably done all them Paul McKenna, I could change your life books or whatever. Yeah, I love that. I always, love rem- I always remember, I always remember as a kid, we had a, like a bit of a feature as you, as you come through the door. And there was literally like a bookshelf with just a whole section on like self-help. So. I love that. <laughs> you can, can imagine what that's like. Um, you know, a ten-year-old like picking out a film on th- and then seeing all these self-help books and thinking, "I'll have a browse of this," and just oh, not, not having a clue, clue what it yeah. means. Good honor, yeah. though. Good honor. And do you think maybe because it was like the nineties or whatever? Do you think she felt like she didn't have somewhere to go? Because obviously, that's the main point of yeah. us kind of doing this is kind of giving people a safe space to talk about it, whether they're in it still or out of it. Do you think that she turned to those <sighs> self-help books because she didn't have? I'm do you know what? I'm I'm not even I'm not even sure and still to this day probably I don't even know enough because it's like a topic like it just it never open up it very be closed off yeah um and I've not really ever wanted to press her on it she you know if she wants to tell me something or anyone she probably would have done yeah yeah um but you know like I think it very much happened before she kind of met my dad and like my dad were um, a rugby player and he was into like um sort of a martial arts judo mm. oh wow quite a str- yeah so i i didn't really know his background with stuff because again like even 
with like judo he never really used to talk much about it but yeah. he actually did compete for like yorkshire and stuff which were like quite a big thing when he was younger um so i think she f- felt quite safe you know being with yeah. my dad after whoever yeah. she was with before and i think that probably helped her a lot as well you know yeah. after that yeah Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners who who aren't uh, visual here uh, Louis just dropped his phone. It's very funny. We've got a lovely view of the sky. It looks very nice outside. Yeah. We've been indoors all day, so yeah. it looks very nice outside. <laughs> it does, it does. That's amazing. Like, your mum sounds like such a strong woman. Like, do you, it's a bit of a random question, but do you think growing up around that kind of moulded how you feel about women or about self-defence or about these sort of stuff? Or did you not really think about it as a kid? Um... Probably not so much as a kid, no. Yeah. I think because I've always had um, such a good relationship with my mum, yeah. uh, I do really respect women and I think I get along with a lot of women, you know, as friends as well, obviously. Um, it can be one of those subjects, especially like personal trainers, where they sometimes get a bad rep, don't they? But I like to think that women feel quite comfortable around me and like yeah. they can talk to me and I think that's built through my relationship with my mum and valuing women and seeing strong women as well. It's inspiring, isn't it? I mean, I must admit, whenever Farah messages me and she's like, oh, I've just had a session with Louis. We spoke about this, this, this. I'm like, did you do any training? (laughs) Did you you kick anything? (laughs) It did... Because I don't yeah, think yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah, we, we honestly, how many times have we been like, we should just go and get a coffee and get yeah. everything out because we spend most of the time talking. But putting the wills to rights, and like you said, it's <laughs> it's a topic that we're both close to. And also, uh, for those of you who uh, don't know much about Louis, but he's also a DJ and he's into music as well. Um, but yeah. he gave um, the idea of when I decided to kind of release my EP to perform it in the boxing ring. So yes. it was Louis's idea, which turned out incredible. We were looking at just like re- random like music venues, yeah. and then you said that Louis said about the boxing ring, and I was like, "I love it! It's so like <laughs> morbid and amazing at the same time." I was yeah. like, this is so cool. So um, yeah, that's that's so great. Like Nick said, sorry, Farah said that you you went into some schools and you've been doing stuff with kids with like self defense. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've done all sorts. You know, I've worked with like. Um, I just call them the naughty kids, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> I've done stuff um, where I previously used to work with kids that have been like expelled and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, if working with those is a challenge in itself. And obviously, if you can get through to them, that's um, it's quite rewarding, but it's challenging yeah. as well. Yeah, I remember, because um, you and your partner do that, because I remember I came in, I don't know if it was in, like, it might have been in the holidays at some point, yeah. um, and I came into a session, and I think you were just finishing up with two, like, young girls, um, yeah. and I remember yeah. Chloe kind of telling me that she likes to talk to them about the things that we obviously yeah. know now is not to, like, keep your earphones in when you're walking down the street, and so, which, again, we should be able to do, but, you know, yeah. we can't, obviously, just yet because yeah. the world hasn't caught up um, and things like that. And I think that's incredible in itself, you know, because they were young, you know, young, impressionable girls. Yeah. And yeah. you were given this session to kind of, like, teach them how to keep themselves safe. Um, and I really love that. Yeah. I did. I love yeah. that. It's such, And I think there needs to be a little bit more of it, like you said, like workshops in schools and stuff, and it needs to start, yeah. like, now so that... Yeah, you know. it's horrific that you even have to do that. Like, it's horrific that as oh, women, like we are told, like, don't wear your hair in a ponytail because it's easier to grab. Don't yeah. don't have, 
your headphones in make sure you've got your keys like in your hand and yeah it's horrific because i don't think men are ever told don't beat women um it just should be something you are told yeah. in your head but whatever that's a whole other anger mission yeah. anger management problem from that gray there no but it's the same um, i have told i've talked yeah. to you about it before where i've said you know like i won't go out after a certain time um on my own or if you know you ever if i ever have in the past found myself walking home from the pub which again i should be able to do i always walk in the middle of the road so that i'm not near any bushes and no one can grab me and stuff like that and ridiculous it's like i i was telling you about it and it's like yeah you've probably never done that in your entire life or never had to (laughs) yeah i I think the thing is when it all comes down to like self-defense and, and there'll be a lot of bullshit you'll have to sieve through. Like yeah. if you were going to go on YouTube and there'll be someone telling you to do this like unique grab and then twist their arm and then <laughs> drop the knee down and choke them out and all sounds brilliant, but yeah. under pressure when the adrenaline's kicking in, yeah, a lot of people, to be honest, are just going to freeze. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're not used to that situation. It, the element of surprise stuns you. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of factors and let's face it, it's like, look at me, I compete in boxing and there's a reason I don't compete with a heavyweight because it's a mismatch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's weight classes for a reason for it to be a fair contest. Yeah. Um. So when you get the sort of advice, do this, do that, let's face it, most women are probably not going to have the strength against a man anyway. Yeah. So that's straight out the window. And like you said, um, it's especially I mean, cl- with adrenaline running through your body and fear. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a whole, like, I, um, hi, Louie, I've just met you, but here's my life story. Um, <laughs> I was held at gunpoint uh, a few years back and I froze and my body went, fight or flight, what do you do? And I hid in an alleyway and I literally, and it was like a dead end alleyway. And I literally stayed there for about five seconds and my brain just went, right, if you stand here, he's going to come around the corner and shoot you in the head and you're going to die. But if you run home, because I was only 10 seconds from my flat, if you run home, you might get shot in the back, but you can survive that. And it wasn't, I wasn't even scared. And my brain just went, right, this is what you do, go. And I, I pegged it home and whatever. And I'm luckily alive and everything's fine. But at the time, that was the fight or flight. My brain instantly went, do this, don't do this. And like, it, it's such a weird place because there's no point in my brain would have gone right fight back or like do this do that mm. and yet to feel safer I want to know how to do that in case I can defend myself like when you talk about the things you learn yeah. with Louis yeah I'm like I would love to feel safe to walk down the road which is horrible yeah. but you know and the thing is like I you know I'm not saying I'm, I would be any better off and know what to do but I have been attacked and yeah. by a big guy yeah. uh, more than once and I'm still standing I'm still here but my first instinct back then was yeah. to curl into a ball, a ball. yeah uh, and cover my head like I like I was like this is how I'm going to get through it just hold your breath and go yeah and you'll deal with the rest after yeah and now I like to think that I wouldn't just curl in a ball on the, and yeah. no do you know what I mean and like you doing those little things that we do together and building my strength and you know, yeah. head kicks, because I swear to God, I need to use one of them soon. <laughs> I might, nah, I'm going to show you it after. <laughs> oh, God. But, you know, if I was being attacked or anything like yeah. that, I hope now that I, you know, might even be able to, I know you show me how to, like, use my body weight to get out of things, even if it's to just run. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, to make, to get myself to safety. And sometimes it's not even about the actual thing happening, because 
like Louis has said, like when when things do happen and like adrenaline's running through your body and safety first. Like mm. if he, if a person's got a gun or if he's got a knife, safety first. Like yeah, give them your purse. <laughs> give oh, like literally do whatever you can to be safe. But sometimes just knowing that you can get yourself out of a chokehold or you can kick someone in the head if they attack you yeah. makes you feel better. And I think that's... Because hopefully, like, majority of people listening to this haven't been mugged and attacked or whatever, mm-hmm. hopefully, in this world. Yeah. But it's nice to have the I, comfort. I always see it, like, a little bit at times, wherever yeah. you are. It's, like, a little bit of a game of statistics. Statistically, you know, if the odds are against you, like, say you're in a scenario and it gets past a certain time and it's darker and it's not well lit and then you don't know your surroundings, you're not with anyone, then your chances with everything are just going down and down. Mm. Yeah, You've kind of got to already be be like a few steps ahead all the time. I'm not saying walk around everywhere with anxiety and be be analysing everything, but you kind of, I see a lot of people and they don't have uh, self-awareness and they're really not, paying attention to what's happening yeah. in day to day. And you should be able to recognise threats really before they even happen. And I guess yeah. that's the biggest self-defence you can ever have. Yeah, and kind true. of seeing the signs, you know what I mean? Um, I guess we we all want to believe that everyone's, you know, a good person and everyone has the best intentions, but... Unfortunately like, you know, not, yeah. Life doesn't work like that, does it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? So... Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing that you're going around, like, talking to kids about this and stuff. Like, it is... I wish I had been spoken to about self-defence and why it's important and why we need it. And like you said, the logic of statistics, like, when I hear someone's like, oh, yeah, I walked through a park at 4am drunk, I instantly... My heart drops. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why did you do that? Yes, you should be able to, but come on, like, logic, statistics, like, come on, have a bit of self-awareness. So it's amazing that you are going and talking to, like, kids about this because the sooner that we can kind of put that in our minds to be safe, the better. Yeah, absolutely. It's a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, it is it's amazing, like, what you've come through and how everything is. Do you talk a lot to your partner about, like, what your mum's been through or is it more of, like, a private family thing? I think for me, like, again, it's it's not something that's consumed as life. And yeah, my mum's obviously done a, a very good job of dealing with it herself. Yeah. Um, but for her to come out, she's definitely on the other side of it now and she's the best she's ever felt. Um, and I can see that. Um, That's amazing. But in terms of my partner, I mean, she's a great advocate for women as well. Like she's a kickboxer and she's always preaching self-defence and through her own situations that's probably happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, she's... She's all about just trying to promote women's safety and um and every every woman should be aware of these things. Yeah. Um Yeah. And not and not just walk around thinking that the world is okay because let's face it, it isn't. You only have to go on a night out and you can witness <laughs> yeah. something yeah. within five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like what you spoke about before, Nicola, you go out and um obviously you perform. You already have to have thick skin for that, don't you? Yeah. You know, yeah, let's face yeah. it. Um, um, being on stage and being in the public eye, I think for some people it validates their behaviours and when they're yeah. drunk, I think it's okay to uh, to be animals, basically. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think at times. Yeah, yeah, thousand percent. Um, with you, obviously, you know someone close to you uh, who has been through it, so it's something that 
I felt comfortable speaking about to you and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but I've been asking people like, what? why do you think it's such a taboo thing still? Like, what do you think it is that people like misunderstand about the entire abuse thing? Um, because it can e it can make a room very fucking oh, awkward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, even if it's somebody just, you know, saying, oh, that happened to me. And it's like, oh, we don't want to talk about that. Or we, you know, we were talking on a different episode about people asking questions like, yeah, but did that happen? Or, oh, that's nothing to do with us because it's behind closed doors. Or So why? Yeah. what do you think that we can do as a society, not just as women, to kind of bring that to light to make it not a taboo subject? Like, do you think, do you just think people get uncomfortable by the topic? <sighs> to be honest with you, I don't think the way that life is in general helps everything we see in my opinion, and everything we see in the media and everything we see in music yeah. and all the rest, all makes us feel a certain way, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. women are very much always seen as a bit of a, like, um, at I mean, I can openly say this, I feel like women uh, at times are seen as a little bit of a second to men, I would yeah. say. You only have to look at sports. You know, women's boxing is not mm -hmm. as high profile as male yeah. boxing. Yeah. And yeah. there's some great women, but female boxers. Uh, music in itself, obviously, it's a little bit down. Um, I feel like sex is a huge part of it. Yeah. That's the way that yeah. everything's sold these days. And it's all like, I'll just give you an example because I'm waffling on a little bit. No, but no, like, no, say, I get I, it. I go on Apple Music and I... I listen to a playlist. Yeah. All it's talking about is, especially the rapping and stuff, is literally degrading women. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just talking talking about awful stuff, really. And yeah, it only yeah. becomes the apparent of a day when I put it on in car with Chloe, <laughs> listening to lyrics, I mean, like, literally just saying, just talking, talking about women like they're just a piece of shit, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like how that if that's in your mind all the time, musically, visually. Yeah. Yeah. And in all your workplaces, you know, you only have to go to a a corporate job and you've got some some male boss at the top thinking he can just talk to women how he wants and yeah. Yeah. be sleazy with them or, or whatever. Yeah. It's nice to hear it from that side yeah, as well from, yeah, because like yeah. it, you're saying incredible things that obviously we as women already know and that's what we're trying yeah. to change and trying yeah. to but to hear it from you know a male uh, is is really nice actually and refreshing oh, to hear absolutely because so. it is you go on tiktok and like all the tiktok challenges and like things that go viral or like trends and whatever it's usually something either very sexual yeah or like mm. Music that's something or other about sleeping with some woman or some hoe. I've said hoe so many times on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. and I have to do the hair quotes because I, I can't say that word. Uh, um, but it's it is it's horrible because I wouldn't ever write music about a man like that. Like, no, it's, no. Yeah. It's a very strange. Well, subject. you could like could. you I know wouldn't. look at you know artists like Doja Cat or like Cardi oh, yeah. B, who but, I absolutely adore. But look at the press they got. But about they their get songs. shit because yeah. they talk about everything sexually. But yeah. it's if a man's doing it, it's, it's fine. fine. But if she does it and then puts a thong on in a music video, she's ah, she's a, a slut. Yeah. And I'm like, no, she's just it's her it's her shit. Yeah. Let her talk about yeah. it. If you don't want to listen, don't uh. listen. So yeah, it is as much. I'm figuring out as much as we like to talk about we're all moving forward as a society i actually yeah. don't think we have very much like at all I, 
at yeah. all. Yeah, no. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it all, almost becomes fashionable to to be like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I think because it's because uh, I feel like everyone lives in that way now. It's not like a culture shock. Like, no one, no one really gets worked up about it. It's like, oh well, she probably deserved it. Or yeah, yeah. Know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, or she probably absolutely. Asked for it. Look at where she dresses on nights out and yeah. talking to other lads. Or do you know what I mean? And no, we've I think... we've touched on this, so yeah. yeah, that's why we're smiling now. Obviously, the people listening can't see that, but because <laughs> it's exactly what we say. We it's, yeah. we get questioned like, yeah, but was she flirting or what was she wearing? Was she drunk? And it's like, what it the matter. fuck does that matter? It yeah. doesn't matter. So. It's amazing to hear mm. it from you. But it Louis, is. thank you so much. We've waffled on your day. I'm sure you've got to get back to yes. the newborn. Um, <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much. It's absolutely dream. And thank you for finding some peace for my friend Farah here because it's lovely yeah. to hear her Welcome. talking about it all. But yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Yes. Oh, before we go, oh, plug yeah. yourself, plug yourself. How do people find you? Your socials and your PT and everything. And how can they find yeah. you? So you can find me on Instagram mainly, um, Louis Bailey Fitness. Louis Bailey uh, Fitness. I probably should use more social media, but yeah, you use it for your know. your um, PT. Is it PT Level Up? Yeah, I'm using a one? little bit of that, but yeah. I've just gone back to my, my other one because everyone used to just message me on the <laughs> original anyway. So oh, right. it's okay. pointless having. <laughs> what I've realised, it's pointless having two accounts because yeah. it's just hectic. Yeah, it's just one account. <laughs> I am who I am. And that's how you'll find me. There yeah. you go. Amazing. We I will like that. You. We'll end on that note. We'll I am who I am. Thank you so much, Louis. Thanks Thank so you. much. Bye. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Amazing. Thank you so much. That was Louis Bailey. Yes, Woo. it was. Yes. I am so glad that he's he's come on board with this. Um, yeah. Like I said from the start, he's, you know, the one who gave me the whole idea of where to have it yes. and the venue. And I remember I had a session once again, 10 minutes spent talking and catching up. Standard. We're like two old bloody women. We just chat and chat and chat and chat. And it's honestly. Um, but I remember he like, he was like, pass me your phone. And I was like, okay. And he like, he, he went and put it in the music thing. He was like, put your music on. So I passed him my phone and he put it in and he like turned the lights down, put the big, oh, there's like wow. proper lights in there where well, you've yeah. seen them, like the stage lighting. Yeah. And lit all the boxing ring up and he just went, imagine. He just did the whole like, <laughs> imagine getting in there and doing it. And I was like, yeah, okay, you've sold me. Yeah, I'll do it, yeah. And I just remember going, yeah, okay, shit, yeah, you've sold me. Wow. So it was, I remember that exactly. That was the moment I was like, yeah, this is going to yeah. look wicked. And the fact that, like you said, we got to do yeah. it in a boxing ring, it was very empowering in itself. Oh, it was, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to hear it from a guy's point as well. Yeah, and it's it's just really interesting, like all he was saying about like women and how he's noticed it, and you mm -hmm. kind of go, yeah, this is this is the fight we've had, and these are the things we're always saying, and it's great that other people are going, yeah, it's a bit shit that women are treated yeah. like a, a lower entity than men, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's actually really interesting to talk to him because obviously. A lot of Take Back the Beat is we kind of highly focus on violent, about um, domestic violence, which is obviously a very important subject to us. But mm -hmm. we are also talking about just violence in general towards women. And like obviously I've been attacked in London and it's something really passionate that I'm passionate about and talking about. So when he then started talking about that and like self-defense, it's like, yeah. yeah, like it's so empowering to feel strong. Yeah. Even if you're not, like violence is never the answer no matter what. But no. just having the knowledge to go, 
I've got me. I'm okay. And yeah. not, not having to be like, oh, I want to be with someone else who's a bit bigger than me or taller or stronger. Yeah. No, I've got this. Yeah. And I'll I'll defend myself till the cows come home. And that's the thing, like I said, even if, I, I mean, I'm not, you know, a violent person at all. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> Only on stage, darling. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like me now being able to say like, I, I really hope I, I wouldn't just curl up in a corner yeah. and, you know, I hope now that I'd be able to at least defend myself in the sense of being able to get away from Absolutely. the situation, not to add fire to it and you know make it a worse situation but I'm hoping that you know I could hold my own to get to a safe place you absolutely could yeah yeah Yeah. so yes thank you Louis so much thank you yeah thank thank you you. so go and check out his um he has he does videos on there as well and I think he did some bits like over Christmas and did like little technique videos so even if you're not from the local area you can still give him a little follow and things like that so so yeah yeah really amazing and this is our win of the week that we're going to leave you with um and before, obviously, like, raid and subscribe. Um, <laughs> but the win of the week, I've, again, picked the win of the week. Because... Yeah, she sent this to me, so I'm going to let you... <laughs> I've seen it, but I am agreeing with the win of the week. So this is a win of the week from us both, because it genuinely is... I don't know if anybody else does this, but I was saying, like, when I'm hungover or yeah. when I'm down which is very much the same feeling. <laughs> I usually, I'm like, I need to just crawl under the covers for a minute yeah. and watch like dog or animal videos, like yeah. happy videos. And I just, and I love it. So the fact that you've now told me about this, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to a hangover because I know I'm just going to binge so watch all these cute videos. Yeah. So I'll well, let you take over. I found on Instagram because a friend of mine, um, well, actually, so I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with a friend of a friend's dog. Cute. There you go. Um, and they'd posted about he got like a lovely haircut and I was like oh that's really it's like a before and after you know like a transition video on TikTok of like the bougie ones but it was a dog and I was like that's the best thing to come out of TikTok let's be honest (laughs) so I went on this Instagram page and it's called Fur Studio that's F-U-R Studio oh my days it's like a doggy spa (laughs) and um it's in it's in London and basically all it is is just Cute dogs after haircuts. <laughs> so my win of the week is head to that Instagram and literally just binge watch all of these really cute. Some of them are transition videos and oh my days, it'll just break your heart. Some of them are just really cute little photos of the dogs. And um... she's talking like that because she's currently <laughs> on the Instagram page as we're sat here looking at all the cute little dogs. And that's why she's doing it. Like, like they're here. She's talking to them like they're here. And I, but I love that. Thank you. I it love just that. made me so happy. So I thought I genuinely like shared this page to so many people and was yep. like guys look at this <laughs> look at this and everyone's like I'm at work and I'm like I know but the dogs yeah. the dogs need our attention people so yeah head to Fair Studio um, I'm following them so if you can't find them just go on to mine and look at following and like it's there but um, yeah that's my win of the week yeah and I'm agreeing because it is cute AF it's cute Ugh, did I just say AF, AF. I, I apologise right now BRB Ew. <laughs> On that fucking note. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening once again. And we will be back soon. Love you. Love you. We do apologise if anyone was triggered by any of the dialogue we used today. We are still learning and we are only just beginning to talk about our own experiences. We're aware that trigger warnings are completely different for everybody. So please bear with us. We love you all.
We also want to hear your experiences. If there's anything you'd like to share with us, any stories, anything you are happy to discuss on this podcast, you can stay anonymous if you would like. Please send us an email at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at takebackthebeat. Thanks, guys. We love you all.